When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. So, as you can see by the title, if you're joining me today, that today's episode will will be my midpoint review of the currently airing Netflix drama, Hello, It's Me. I believe this drama is a 16-year-old, uh, I'm sorry, 16-year-old, a 16-episode drama, and last week we just finished episode 8, so... We are right at the midpoint. And if you've never listened to my um, midpoint reviews before, it's usually um, one that does not operate as a recap of the drama um, as a whole leading up to this midpoint. Instead, I like to just do a quick um, kind of review of how I'm feeling at this current time about the drama. And to do that, I list off five things that I am currently loving about the drama. Hopefully I can find five things. And then five things that I um, may be not the happiest with concerning the drama or kind of dislike um, about the drama. And if it's not five things, then I just list the one thing. Um, if there's, you know, 10 um, things that I dislike, then I'm, I'm probably, uh, <laughs> then I probably wouldn't be watching the drama, but okay. So, and that is, and this is something that I enjoy doing for dramas that I've done a first impression on and that I in the future am probably perhaps going to do a final review on because it just gives me the opportunity to compare how I was feeling throughout my entire process of watching the drama to see if my impressions in the beginning changed, if anything in the midpoint was something that, you know, that I disliked, never got addressed all the way to the end of the drama. So I just kind of, I'm liking seeing the kind of, um, the, I guess, the way that it goes through um, the course of the drama my feelings. Um, so if you, you know, don't mind that, that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, and the thing that I do, I know it's a little weird that I say things that I love and things that I dislike, but I just want to clarify that it's not that I don't know what the opposite of love is, but it's that I never feel that strongly to hate anything about a drama. So I'm never going to say things that I hate. Um, so it's just, you know, things I may just not like at the moment. <laughs> so, um, so bear with me with that kind of weird, like love and dislike doesn't, seems a little off balance, but you know what I mean. Um, and something else that I wanted to mention, and this is just something that I don't think, and this may be something I may continue to mention just randomly in other, you know, episodes, but I, just thought I would say this because I don't know if this, if I'm different from other K-drama watchers or if this is, you know, just way other people operate when they're, you know, consuming different, you know, media or entertainment. But I uh, will, because I am doing this midpoint review, 
I also kind of will let you know, and I did this with previous midpoint reviews on dramas that, you know, if it's a drama that I think is worth me finishing, and I know that may seem a little harsh, so that's why I wanted to kind of just address this, because I am not one to finish something that I am genuinely not enjoying. Um, That's just not something I can do, and it's you know, and it's really, and I try my best to finish dramas. That's not what I'm saying, but it's, if there's just no redeeming qualities in a drama, if there's just something that's like, there's nothing, there's more cons than pros. then I just, I will stop watching. And I don't know if that's, you know, way other people are when they consume media, but I definitely have been that way all my life. Um, (laughs) and I hope that doesn't sound harsh or, you know, like, it doesn't make any sense, but it's just that I really value my time and my mood and, you know, how I'm feeling because I never want to be in a place, um, where I'm not enjoying the drama, if that makes sense, (laughs) because the K-drama watching experience for me is one that I uh, love so much. And it's one that I consider, it's experience that I consider self-care. It's something that I look forward to every week. It's something that I, you know, can plan entire days around or weekends around. And so, and now that I have this, this podcast that I do for fun, it also is just something that I want to be putting in, you know, all the time and energy into something that I'm just really enjoying. So I will not continue a drama if I'm genuinely not liking it. Um, but this, the good thing about this is that I will never probably usually not start a drama. If I kind of have an inkling that I'm not going to enjoy it, I can kind of, you know, just after years of watching K-dramas, I kind of know what I like and I know what I don't like. And I can get that right off the bat from, you know, a, a quick synopsis, a, a teaser trailer, a couple trailers, a first episode commentary that I've read on line regarding the drama you know I can kind of gauge and most people I'm sure can do this too where it's like you know that's just not something I'm interested in so I just won't start it so a lot of times you won't see me not finishing a drama so this is pretty um maybe unnecessary to even say or mention but just like to let people know that I do these midpoint reviews and then I also kind of list you know my you know loves and dislikes and then at the end kind of say is this a drama that I'll be continuing to watch and you know give my answer and um and that's kind of just based off of my like my loves and my dislikes and um hopefully I never have to do a midpoint review where I'm saying yeah no I will not be finishing this drama because I can't find anything I like you know I I just don't I hope and I don't think I would ever pick a drama like that um so yeah just letting you know that I'm getting off my soapbox now. I don't know why I went through all of that, honestly. So let's just move along and get through this midpoint review. So sorry about that. Uh, but before I get into my midpoint review, I will do a kind of quick synopsis or kind of just overview of Hello, It's Me. Um, so we kind of know what we're talking about and just so you have a little little information so we know who's who and what's what um, before I start my list. All right, so Hello, It's Me um, is a story of Bana Hani. Hani is 37 years old and struggling to make ends meet. Um, and when we are introduced to her, she is being rushed um, into the ER after almost getting ran over by a truck. And in this moment, we see her hoping that she would die right then and there in the ER. And um, 
So you can already gather from our introduction um, to Honey that she is not very happy with her current life and situation. She's a temp worker at a grocery store who recently just got in trouble within that job. She has a family that resents her because they blame the death of her father on her. She doesn't have any, you know, ambitions or hope for her future. And, you know, we kind of just know there's not much to look forward to in her life. Then the story takes a fantasy twist and that it allows for the 70-year-old Ban Hani um, in the moment of her father's death back in time, you know, 70-year-old Ban Hani in the moment when her father is about to be killed, uh, she is teleported into the future where she meets her 37-year-old self and hijinks ensue, <laughs> to say the least. So that's kind of just a quick synopsis of the drama. Um, and because this isn't a recap, I won't be going into much detail of the drama, but instead giving, you know, mentioning moments of relevance to my list of loves and dislikes. So I'm sorry if this isn't very extensive and kind of giving you a very, you know, um, detailed, thorough recap of the drama. Um, but it is going to just let, let you know some things that if you are thinking of, you know, maybe watching it, you know, there may be some things here that you're like, oh, I like that. So maybe I might enjoy that. But there will be spoilers. So <laughs> I do want to preference that as well, that this is a spoiler alert, spoiler alert, ahead maybe spoilers um i'm gonna try my best not to give any major you know details away but my synopsis basically kind of gives you the main things that were i mean they're not spoilers because you kind of learn them very early on in the drama but just in case i did want to go ahead and give you um, a spoiler alert so let's get started with my list of things that i currently love or am loving about the drama number one i will definitely have to say it is choi kung hee as ban hani so <laughs> i may have mentioned this in my first impressions but it was Choi Kang Hee herself the actress that made me rush to watch this drama I find that I am quite biased to anything that she's in and I give every drama she is ever in a chance um <laughs> she is such a talented actress and I've been following her for a while her career for a while now I probably have seen every single one of her dramas i have i enjoyed every single one of them probably not um but i definitely have watched every one of her dramas and i think her you know the actress she is privy to a certain type of character in dramas and it's always a character type that i enjoy so that can you imagine that's why i'm always jumping to watch those dramas that she's in because these characters are usually the hard-working um you know unpretty not you know not viewed as pretty and um, um even though she's beautiful so I don't know why she always is playing these kind of characters, but, you know, they're considered unpretty or frumpy. Um, they're, you know, quiet, but feisty when provoked. Um, they're spunky um, and funny, uh, but they're very human and very relatable. So she, I can always kind of find that she loves to kind of, she, she gravitates to doing, you know, picking those types of characters, which are characters that I absolutely love and that is uh, you know kind of a synopsis or I mean 
kind of characteristics um, or character traits of Bon Hani, the character in Hello, It's Me. Um, and I genuinely love that character type. And I don't think it's an easy role to play, honestly. I actually think it's a character that... Um, could get pitiful really quickly <laughs> um, before their kind of best qualities shine through. And I feel like that's happened a lot of times with some of her um, Choi Kung Hee's dramas of the past where the characters are pitiful, I'm going to be honest, pitiful in the beginning. But then you get to see all the wonderful things about the character pretty late in the game. And you're like, wow, that took a long time to get there. But, you know, that is not easy to kind of keep people along for the ride with a character like that because they can you know like I said get a little annoying and get a little boring a little stale if they're always just kind of downtrodden and everything horrible keeps happening to them and they just can't seem to get themselves you know pick themselves up and get themselves moving forward in the drama so um, I think that's a very hard character sometimes to play but I always think she does amazing in them and luckily for us in this drama Ban Hani shows all her kind of best qualities pretty early on so you're not sitting around waiting for her life to just be less pitiful she kind of you know though it is pitiful it you start to see the up uptick very quickly um and I really enjoyed that about this character um so that's my number one thing that I currently love I love Choi Kong Hee and I love Choi Kong Hee as Bon Hani um number two and this is hands down one of the other main reasons I watched this drama, it's the um, fantasy fantasy element, which allows for a fish out of water scenario with the younger Honey, who goes by Scarlet to others <laughs> in the drama. So I'm going to call her Scarlet. So younger seventy-year-old Honey um, is Scarlet, and Scarlet because it's kind of like a time warp time travel thing where she doesn't know why she's in the future but she ends up in the future and because she's in the future where there you know in her past there were no cell phones there were cell phones but they weren't you know smartphones and you know she goes to um you know buy to order food at a little fast food restaurant and she sees all these screens that she can type in you know her order and she's like what is all of this you know so there's just like fun moments like that that I always love always love with um fish out of water stories um or some fish out of water scenarios that is something that I am always drawn to in any kind of media that I'm consuming if you got me if you got a fish out of water I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully you have other elements that I enjoy, but I usually can say that element I always will enjoy out of um, a story. So hands down, number two thing that I absolutely love. I love the kind of hijinks that always ensue in fish out of water stories because you put the, the person who is, you know, the fish out of the water in a way in these situations where they're just like they have no idea what's going on or they do something and it's it comes across comes across comes out you know weird or strange because they're just not used to this new world that they're in so I'm liking that with Scarlet it's not that big of a you know fish out of water story they you know she's not completely time traveling to some time that's just so completely foreign but it still just allows for a little really cute moments with Scarlet so I absolutely love that um the number three thing that I love about this drama is that um, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious, funny, um, heartfelt uh, 
K-drama. I absolutely love when you can put those two to two together and the funny the never overpowers the heartfeltness or the, you know, the, the, the seriousness that can come up in sometimes. I like that the comedy, you know, provides a contract for some of the kind of tenser and, you know, harsher moments in the drama. And I think it balances itself really, out really well. And I think that as a something else that um, the actress Choi Kang-hee is drawn to, I think she does choose a lot of dramas like this where she can put her funny, you know, funny self up there, up to the front, but also she knows how to make a character, you know, you can feel for her characters. You really, really can. So I, I love when she does her like little funny, but it's a lot of heart, nothing but heart in this drama. And it's, always so moving like there's so many moving moments in this drama I've cried already multiple times in this drama and if you look at the outside of the drama and you look at kind of like the quick snippets and like the kind of highlight reels it's all about the little comedy funny moments and I can still tell you that I have cried you know because it's been so moving so there's these moving moments contrasted with some of these very ridiculous moments and I like that they also like the ridiculous moments are kind of tied to certain characters and not just kind of like the premise of the drama I mean you know like that's just like this is just a funny drama everyone's acting a fool and acting weird and it's just everyone's silly you know it's not that way it's literally that certain characters are the comedic you know elements of the drama Um, like the character Anthony he is uh, he's a mess. <laughs> Just to put it lightly, he's a mess of a character for me. And I think he's hilarious. And I think he's nothing but comedic relief a lot of times. Um, I can see the, the, the kind of changes they're making with his character now that we're at the midpoint. And I'm liking those changes as well. And they're not changes that are, you know, super dramatic. Or he's not just as ridiculous as he's always been. But I can see him, them giving him a little bit more heart that you probably didn't, you don't really see at the beginning at all. So I'm really enjoying that about his character. And then you also have Yoo Hyun, who is technically, I guess, the male lead in this drama. Um, and I kind of, and I really like him. He, because he's also very comedic. He's very funny. His character is kind of obnoxious and does the silly things. And he's just kind of loud and he's funny as well. Um, I don't see as much of kind of like, uh, what do you say? Like he hasn't done a kind of like change for me yet. He's been himself from the very beginning and I don't see much changing in this midpoint and forward. Um, so I'm not seeing much development as far as his character being less silly and kind of obnoxious. Um, but that is not, I'm not seeing that to put put his character down. I actually really like his character um, and I like his comedic, you know, the comedic elements to his character. So those are two characters that are extremely comedic and Anthony definitely has put put some kind of, you know, just almost gross moments in the, in the drama, but at the same time, fun, so much fun. Um, and this is all while it being such a moving and, you know, heartfelt drama. So love that thing thing number three that I love um number four this is another character so I don't know if this is just me but the character Oji Un played by Kim Yumi um she is the best friend um or former best friend of Ban Hani so when they were younger you know in high school they were best friends and then after her father's death um 
Hani's fa- uh, father's death. They no longer became were friends because you know just you know dealing with you know grief and the passing of one's father obviously put her in a kind of weird headspace. So they you know were no longer friends and. Oh Ji Yun, um, that character in the future, and you know now she's older, thirty-seven. You know, she is. She's a wonderful and un, I think almost underrated character because I think her, obviously, when she was younger and she was you know best friends with um, Hani, who at that age in high school was a you know a celebrity in her school. They called her you know the her the school's um um so i always thought that was adorable that she was supposed to be this kind of grand uh, personality and everyone loved her in high school and honey was the, the the girl that everyone wanted to be and the the girl that every guy wanted to be with and she was going to be a k-pop star you know she was going to be an idol you know she was beautiful everyone loved her right and to see, of course, you know, that's not the case now. And them meeting each other again at a new, in a new work environment, Jiyun, she kind of tries to, you know, exert, you know, puff out her chest a little bit. She's like, look at me, you know, I am in this much better position than you, you know, you ever thought I would be. And look at you, you know, you're working for me now. You know, it's like she takes this time to kind of like, put her foot down and show who's boss to um, Hani. And she does it, you know, because of the their past, of them no longer being friends and kind of like her always being in the shadow of um, Hani when they were in school. And it's just, you know, insecurities that you kind of develop and that you never address as you've gotten older. But, you know, the minute she kind of gets to be in the position of like, hmm, I got to meet her again, you know, as older and look at the position that I am in and she is in and I now can, you know, show off a little bit. And she does that. She puts that out there very early on, but she immediately, you know, you can see her and definitely now at this midpoint, you can see how much she misses Honey. You can see how much she does not, you know, hate her or think ill of her um, based off of, you know, their little friendship breaking off in the, you know, when they were younger, she, they actually seem to really still gel well, really, you know, to gel well together. And, um, that she recognizes that even as them as adults. And I love that about her character, that she's this character who's trying to be big and bad. And yet she's so soft and she's still so sweet and she's trying her best. Um, so I really like her character. And she's also going through a lot because of her position in the company that they're working for. And, you know, the, her husband and him being, you know, kind of like, a big wig in the company and his, you know, her mother-in-law issues. So she's been, she's dealing with a lot too, even though she's, you know, like I said, she's presenting herself in one way in front of Hani. She has a lot of, you know, behind the door things going on. So I just think her character is very well, well done and very well acted. And I think it's a little underrated, probably her character, but she's lovely. Kim Yumi, the actress is doing great um, as Jiyeon. And I just really want to say that's a character that I'm loving right now. So Reason number thing number four that I'm loving. <laughs> um, all right, and let's go to a number five um, thing that I'm loving, and this is probably the major thing that I love. Um, it is the reason why I would recommend this drama to anyone. Um, 
And it is the relationship between Scarlett, who is younger Honey, and Honey, the older Honey. And because it's what this kind of drama is doing and what it's positioning. And I'm going to try my best to say this the way that I really feel. And I may not get it out in this midpoint review, but I probably will get it out in a final review. Um, But... I definitely have to say that the relationship that is Scarlett and Hani, though there are physical beings in the drama that are, you know, like characters that you see, you have this younger girl and you have this older woman and they're, you know, walking side by side and they're interacting with each other and they're yelling at each other. But sometimes I have moments in the drama where I'm watching and I'm looking at, you know, them interacting with with each other and all I can really think about it and those moments is Hani, the older 37-year-old Hani, looking in the mirror and talking to herself. And, or like being in therapy and sitting in a couch, laying on a couch and talking like this about her younger self to a therapist or something like that. Because that's what is really happening in this drama. That is what's really happening. It's this older character, Hani, 37 year, 37 years old finding a way to address her childhood pain and 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 hurt and heal from that and finding herself because she lost her along the way this younger version of herself the things that were these wonderful qualities about her when she was younger that you know her aspirations and her goals and just having dreams those things that she have lost she's lost those and for her to have to actually physically face the younger version of herself it allows her to go through this entire process which is which is this drama this entire process of finding that 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 part of herself again finding out how to love herself again, learning, actually learning from herself and growing um, with herself. You know, it's that kind of experience that I'm, I feel like I'm watching in the drama. I know that Scarlet is a actual physical, you know, character that I can talk about and see. Um, but I also just view it as Hani really doing a lot of deep inner work <laughs> where you're, you're going back and you're talking to your younger self and you're saying, you know, and you're, and you're learning things from her. You're saying, I remember when you liked this. I remember when you enjoyed this. I don't know why I don't like that anymore. I don't know why I don't do that anymore. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm angry at myself. I'm, I'm angry at you. You did this. You allow for this to happen. And that's why I'm in the position I am in now. And you being able to actually say that to that younger version of yourself and then bring that younger version of yourself, you know, and from that grow and from that heal, that's what I'm getting from this entire drama. And so that kind of dichotomy or that relationship where you, you have a, a younger and an older self talking to themselves, talking to each other, it just makes me feel really, really happy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that correctly or if I'm explaining myself very well, but I think I definitely will go a little bit more into this in the final review, but it definitely is the number one thing. I mean, not number one, but it's my absolute favorite thing that I'm loving about this drama currently. Um, it's just that entire premise of the drama as far as, you know, loving yourself, going back and healing yourself, finding finding yourself again after losing her. You know, that is what I'm, I'm getting and I absolutely love it. 
So those are all the things or five things, not all the things. I may have a couple more things that I love, but I'm going to just leave it at those five. Um, now let's move on to my dislikes. Um, hmm. Do I have any? Um, <laughs> so I, I, I do, I don't want to call them dislikes, but I do have a couple things that I want to mention as things that mm, maybe they could do more with this, do a little better with this. Um, and one of them, number one, would be the way that they're kind of handling the past and Scarlet and how she's supposed to return to the past. I actually feel like I was, as I'm watching this drama, I'm forgetting that that's the point. Um, and I even forget that the catalyst for all of, you know, what's what Hani is dealing with came from this kind of moment in the past. It's very specific, which is the death of her father. So I wish they kind of were integrating that a little bit better in the drama so that you can not forget that that is, you know, cause it, it will provide with, it will provide the drama with conti- like a continued sense of like tension. Um, and just kind of, I mean, I would feel like some real tension was there to kind of see like, will she get back? Will she, won't she get back? Or, you know, will, you know, finding out about the past, this Scarlet that she doesn't really know that her father is past. So, you know, her dealing with finding that out, like, I don't feel like there's any kind of real there's any real worry about that. I don't feel worried that anything bad's going to happen. So I kind of wish there was a little bit more tension, if that makes sense in the drama, a little bit more kind of just like, no. Um, And I think with the grandmother, um, Hani's grandmother, I think there is definitely something there that they're about to do in the next episodes, you know, going forward, that's going to kind of help bring that tension and kind of some of that, you know, scariness to not scariness but kind of just like the weight of some of those things in the past to the future I think it's going to show the heaviness of that a little bit more with the grandmother because the grandmother she you know um I I I think I'm not going to say much about the grandmother but the grandmother has a big I think part to play in the next um half of the drama so I'm excited to see that let me just say that but I do think that the first half of it, think something that I was disliking was that I kind of kept forgetting that Scarlet had to even return to the past. She seemed to be fitting in just well, just fine in the future. Like, why would she need to go back? You know, so I, I feel like they can't lose sight of that. They kind of needed to pay more attention to putting that in um, throughout the first half of the drama. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the main focus of the second half, um, which is fine. And the number two thing, and it's not something that I actually dislike. And so I was, I had a hard time finding things that I am currently disliking, but I, I will say that, um, if you're looking for a romance and a drama, this isn't it. Um, and I feel like a lot of times, you know, some dramas, you, you know, that's one of the kind of main points of contention, like, where's my romance? Um, that's not, I cannot say that it is very, um, prevalent or important to this drama. And for me personally, I don't really care about it. (laughs) And I'm not saying that in a bad way, as in like, if it happens, I'm going to be like, this is horrific. Why would they make this happen? No, it's not that. I just think that if they never do it, if there's no major, you know, romantic gestures or, you know, huge love story that comes to fruition and, you know, by the end of the drama, I'm not going to be sad. I'm not going to, you know, cry at home about it. It's just fine. So, you know, that is not something I dislike, but it's just also, but it's also something I wanted to mention because, you know, I know sometimes romance is very key to k-dramas and for this one it's just not important it's really about a love story um you know 
it's a self-love story. That's the real love story in this. That's the real romance. It's Hani falling in love with herself again so that she can, you know, heal her, herself and grow and become better. Point blank period. That's the main point of this drama. And I'm loving all of that. So that's actually all I have. This is my midpoint review of Hello, It's Me. I'm absolutely going to just let you know here, and you can already tell by the way that I talked about this drama, it is definitely one that I'm going to be completing and finishing. I look forward to kind of doing a final review so that I can go flesh out some of my thoughts there about what this drama meant, you know, is doing and what it means. And I think it's a lovely drama. I don't think it's the, um, I think there's a lot of, you know, like I said, hijinks that ensue and there's a lot of com- comedic and fun elements. Um, and I like most of the characters. I think they're lovely, but I do, I, but I can see other people not being drawn to this drama because of the lack of the romance. Um, and that's okay. I, I think it's fine, but I know some people that's a contention and I think you're know, not going to find that here by any means. <laughs> it's just not that important. There is a little bit of kind of like, you know, fluttering a little something there, but it's just not the focus of this drama and that's okay so that's really all I have for this episode but I will just say and I like to kind of give a little always kind of what's to come I will be planning on um getting out of Vin Vincenzo um kind of chit recap chat soon um about the last two episodes and um there's going to be some new drama starting up soon. So we got some things coming up and I'm excited to get started with those. So I hope um, this has been good for you. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.